Hayem yem chovdal adir. Mevorchim rishchedis sivim. Amiris kolatilim bashkome. Yem hisvados. Chovdal adir, which was also Shabbos Parsis Bechukesa in Tov Shingimu 1943. The Rebbe reminds us it's Shabbos Mevorchim, like every month. It is Shabbos Mevorchim of the month of Sivan. So therefore, we say the entire Tilim in the morning before davening, and it is a day of Fabringen, one of the ordinances instituted by the Freer de Kerebe. Lishlishi For Shlishi in Pashas Bechukesai, in which we read the Teichacha, the reprimands, the Balkeda, the one who reads in the Teira, takes this Aliyah, by himself, without being called up. Now, with regard to the reading of the Teichacha, there are many, many customs. Uh, there is the custom of the Arizal, that the Rov is the one who should have the Saliyah, because he's the only one who qualifies to reprimand the Jewish people. There's another opinion that says, another custom, that the Shamesh, he gets the Aliyah because that's what he gets paid for. Or, there's another opinion, you simply find someone, a poor person, and you pay him, and you rent him that he should take the Aliyah. There's another custom that says that necessarily an ignoramus who doesn't really understand the meaning of the reprimands, he should be the one reading it, because this way he doesn't know what he's saying, and therefore, the curses will never be fulfilled. Uh, there was another custom that whoever got the Aliyah, they would make a special Mishabedah, they would be given special blessings because he took this Aliyah. Another custom which I saw somewhere, and I can't find the source, but I remember seeing that the curses, as we know, and the Alter Rebbe actually brings it in Lukotetera, the curses really are hidden blessings. So there were those who they used to auction it off, and the highest bidder would buy the Saliyah because the curses are really hidden blessings. However, the Rebbe determines our meaning is that the Aliyah is taken by the one who reads the Teda, the Balkeda, and he goes up without being called up. We do say overachmim. Usually, Shabbos Mevorchim, we do not say overachmim. But on Shabbos Mevorchim, we do say overachmim. Now, the Alter Rebbe brings that the months of Shabbos Mevorchim, Ier, and Sivan, we do say overachmim because of the terrible decrees that the Jews suffered uh, in uh, previous generations. The crusade that took place in the year 1096 in Germany. It is also mentioned in Kinnis. And therefore, because it happened during those months, we do say over Achmin, which is a prayer for the tragedies and the Kiddush Hashem of the Jews through the generations. However, in the Siddur, the Alter Rebbe says only the month of Sivan we do say over Achmin, but not Shabbos Mevorchim. Um, Iyer, which comes out in the month of Nisan, 
then we do not say over Achmim like every other month, and Reb Chaim no explains it because we do not say over Achmim during the month of Nisan as we do not say Tachnum. Now, interesting, this Hayyim Yem has two passages, which is highly unusual. So the first passage is, in If you will follow my statutes, or literally, if you will go in my statutes, This word, im, if, is also an expression of a plea. Kemai Merazal, as the Gemara says, Shekavonose, that the intention is, If only, I wish you would follow my statutes. That this is, so to speak, that God Almighty pleads, He entreats the Jews, They should observe the Tera. The fact that the Ebeshter pleads, Please go in my ways. This helps and empowers a person to stand firm in his choice of good. Moreover, the Pesach says, you will follow in my statutes, also means literally, you will walk in my statutes. Meaning, walk, the Nasis HaNeshoma Mahalach. The Neshoma becomes a Mahalach. It becomes one who walks. It progresses. It moves forward. Now, this comes from a Maimur of the Friedrich Rebbe, where the Friedrich Rebbe explains about keeping Teiru Mitzvahs in Bechukesai Telechu, that the Ebishta pleads with every Jew that he should keep Teiru. As the Posik says, we find it in Tilim, and we say it every Thursday in the Shishal Yain, Lu Amishem Ali. God is asking, I wish that the Jewish people would listen to me, Israel, but Yalechu, they will go and follow in my footsteps. So, this the Rebbe explains is the im is more like literally it would be a condition. If you will follow my ways, then I will give you the blessings. And then it says and if you will not listen, then you will have, you will be reprimanded and the curses will fall upon you. So the Rebbe says no. The im is not a condition, but rather it's a plea. And this plea is what empowers a Jew to be able to keep Teir Mitzvahs. Like we find when the Ebishter says, I give you life and good, and I give you death and bad, and the Ebishter says, you should choose life. This statement of is what empowers a Jew. Because in general, we're told that a person has free will, so he can choose whatever he wants. Nevertheless, the Gemara says that when a person wants to go negative, he wants to go bad, he wants to choose bad, he is allowed. We let him do it. But when a person wants to do good, 
then he is empowered, he's being helped, he's being supported. So this is the idea of I wish, I plead with you, and in that way, you become empowered to follow in the Ebishter's ways. And through that, you become Telechu, you become a Mahalach. You become a walker. And this is the superiority of a Neshama over angels. And the Neshama itself, angels, and the Neshama before it descended into a body, is a Oymed. It stands still. It's immobile. It serves Hashem on one level. But when the Neshama comes into the body and it starts keeping then it becomes a walker and a mover. The second passage, Beviyas HaMoshiach Tizgale Mailas HaPshitus VaHatmimus Sheyesh BaAveidosom Shalanoshim Pshutim Shemispalalim VeEmrim Tilim Bitmimus When Moshiach will come, it will be revealed the superior quality of the simplicity and the genuine unpretentiousness that we find in the devotion of the common folk, the simple folk, who daven, and they say tilim, with simple and pure sincerity. Now this comes from a Maimed that the Friyad Kerebe talks about, uh, the, what will happen when Moshiach will be the king over everybody, because we find by Yehuda and Yosef, Yehuda had to plead for Yosef. In other words, Yosef was superior to Yehuda. Why? Because Yosef is all about Tere. It's about the study of Tere. And Yehuda is about action. And at this level, Yosef, who studies Tere, is greater. Not only that, the study of Tere is great because it also leads you to action. But Yehuda was only action. Simple action, simplicity of action. So this is what we're saying. When Moshiach will come, he will be necessarily from Yehuda. Why? Because the original thought of Hashem, the first thought was action. And action is performed by Yehuda. Therefore, David HaMelech, who comes from Yehuda, which is all about action, he also has the humility he felt humble, even though he was the king, even though he's going to be teaching our forefathers and Moshe Rabbeinu, so he's going to have the greatest students. Yet, he will be able to lower himself, so to speak, to teach even the simplest folk, because he will realize and he will appreciate the superiority of the simple folk who daven and say tillin with simplicity, and this is superior to all the scholarship of the great scholars.